0: Welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast. My name is Andrew, with me is Jared, and today we're going to be talking about a topic that is in the front of minds for many, many Christians right now. It's all over the news, and that is the country of Afghanistan. Twenty years after uh, they had been driven out, the Taliban took control of Afghanistan's capital, Kabul, once again, concluding a speedy takeover of the country. Uh, Which is, in the eyes of the Taliban, they believe theirs to rule. The face and the words of the Taliban may have changed slightly over the last two decades, but the heart and the mind is the same. The Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan will be ruled by Sharia. That means oppression and persecution for uh, women, girls, and religious minorities. We don't talk
1: a lot about Afghanistan uh, very much. And there's reasons for that. It's a very dangerous country to be a Christian in. And talking about it and and discussing Christianity in Afghanistan on the internet and in our communications carries with it uh, a certain security risk. So... We want to be very careful about what we share and what we talk about in regards to Christianity in Afghanistan. But we're going to dive into it a little bit and uh, discuss some common questions and answers about the situation for believers in Afghanistan. But Andrew, I wonder if you could tell us a little bit first about uh, its place on the world watch list and its situation prior to this to this new development with the Taliban.
0: Afghanistan is number the number two country on the world watch list. And there are a small number of secret believers who have to remain secret in order to, to live in Afghanistan. So, Jared, let's talk about believers in Afghanistan. What is the situation for believers there right now? It's, it's very precarious. So we know uh, both from the media,
1: but also from local sources uh, that the Taliban are going door to door to weed out unwanted Uh, people in their new society. And when I say unwanted, uh, I just mean people who may have collaborated with the West over the last number of years, uh, especially teachers, but also people who uh, deviate from uh, extremist Islamic ideology. So that includes members of the LGBTQ community, as well as religious minorities. So Christians are in very grave danger. And anybody who's Exposed can be severely punished for opposing Islamism.
0: Yeah, so severely punished could be anything: uh, kidnapping, torture, killing. Uh, the Taliban does, over the last, oh, eight years or so, does have the history a history of killing Christians, uh, like foreign aid workers. Uh, there, it happened in 2017. It happened in 2014. Uh, and so if even forward aid workers can be killed for the faith, what could happen to indigenous Christians who, who were Muslim and chose to become Christian? Mm-hmm.
1: And as a result, everybody, every Christian is, is afraid. And, and people respond very differently. Some Christians will try to escape the country. Others will decide to remain uh, in their home and keep being secret believers. Some, Want to escape but don't have the opportunity, and many just don't know what to do. I think it's important also to note what the situation has been like over the last twenty years
0: of war. Did Christians experience any freedom over the last twenty years? Yeah. So this is a an interesting question because uh, we have to recognize that twenty years is a long time, and positive things happened. In the country over the last 20 years particularly for women and girls but uh, when it comes to Christians experiencing freedom in the last 20 years unfortunately not there's there's a reason Afghanistan is number two on the world watch list the government that was installed by the Americans failed to make provisions for religious freedoms and the protection of religious minorities such as Sikhs and Christians now Sikhs are, are an interesting case Because Sikhs are mostly ethnically Indian, uh, and they're not really known for sharing their faith, they're considered less threatening. But that doesn't mean they haven't been mistreated or had hostility against them. But it does mean that Sikhs can still identify as Sikhs. Unfortunately, Christians could not and cannot, because they are considered apostates. They left Islam to become Christians. And so they have to hide their faith. People who were exposed as Christians in the last 20 years uh, disappeared. And they were probably tortured and or killed. So
1: do you think uh, their situation will change now?
0: So Afghanistan, uh, as I said, is number two in the world. Watch this. It's been high in the top 10 for, for quite a few years. Only North Korea scores slightly higher, and it's really close persecution has spiked in afghanistan in the last couple of years and it's evident that the taliban takeover means that there's now another layer of persecution the risks and threats have unfortunately increased but that leads us to a question jared will afghanistan be number one on next year's world watch list
1: yeah it's an interesting question right now it's too early to tell. What, if anything, will change in terms of placement on the World Watch List? Right now, as we do every year, Open Doors is doing research in many countries around the world, and we're monitoring Afghanistan closely. The new World Watch List, as always, will be released in January. So that's when we'll find out about uh, whether or not Afghanistan's position has changed. So back to the situation for believers and the Taliban takeover. Uh, Andrew, could you tell us a little bit about how believers are feeling in the current
0: situation. Well, as you can imagine, I mean, Jared already mentioned fear, but but believers are disappointed, feel abandoned by those that they had hoped would protect them when when going got tough. Foreign troops left and, you know, members of their government fled. At the same time, they knew this day was going to come. In that sense, they were prepared, but it doesn't make it any less painful. So, I mean, lots of people want to know what what life is like in Afghanistan. So, so Jared, tell us a little bit about uh, their basic needs.
1: Yeah, and and their needs are the same as for all uh, Afghan civilians: safety, food, clean water, medical care. There's so much violence in the country that supply chains have broken down. Clinics have stopped functioning. There is still some clean water, but we're hoping that it stays that way and if their water supply gets contaminated this course could lead to illnesses and diseases and if large-scale fighting breaks out and schools and hospitals are damaged it will impact the healthcare needs of millions of people and prevent access to medicine and professionals and of course the ongoing situation of the pandemic is on top of all of this on top of all of other healthcare concerns
0: yeah, and so, so with all of these needs, what does Open Doors do to help the believers?
1: Yeah, so one of Open Doors' core values uh, is we use the phrase, we are persecuted church driven. So this means that we will listen to the persecuted church and find out from them what their own needs are. And literally, the only thing they're currently asking for is prayer. And that's not strange or overtly spiritual. If they had a thin layer of protection and justice, it's now gone. Jesus is literally all they have left. Christians are seeking ways to stay safe and survive. And we stand with them in
0: this time of their greatest need. And so I think it would be appropriate for us to to stand with our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan in prayer right now. And so let's just talk about a few ways we can be praying, and then we'll pray together. So the first way we can pray is pray for wisdom uh, on how to survive in every situation. Ask the Lord to guide Christians and all citizens in Afghanistan, uh, and how to deal with interrogations and brutalities in the days to come.
1: We're also going to pray for the safety, especially of women and children in Afghanistan, that God will preserve their dignity and their wellness and that their safety will be guarded that they will not be harmed
0: and then of course we want to pray for the basic needs of of all afghani citizens pray that the clean water continues pray for f- food to be accessible and affordable people are struggling right now because supply chains have broken down however supply chains are being re- reinitiated so let's let's pray that they are and that Inflation stays down and that people can afford food and the medicines So let's pray together. Father God, we thank you so much that You are all powerful That you are in control. God that you know What is happening father God and it didn't catch you by surprise God we ask today that you would uh, Act on behalf of your church in afghanistan Protect uh, the small group of believers there. God, I pray you'd give them wisdom uh, as they face interrogations and brutalities in the days to come. Give them wisdom to know what to say and and how to stand. Father God, we pray that you would strengthen your church there. God, we pray for all Afghani citizens, God, that you would protect them. God, we pray against uh, human rights abuses. We pray against the abuse of, or the mistreatment of women and children, God, we pray your protection over them. God, may they remain healthy and well. God, may they be safe from harm. Father God, we, we know that the Taliban is, is trying to say the right things, but God, we ask that, that women would be protected. We ask that children would be protected, Father God, that, that there wouldn't become, uh, undue harm to them, Father God. We pray also, God, for, for clean water. May the clean water continue to flow. May food be accessible. Supply chains reinitiated. Inflation kept down, Father God, that the people would be taken care of. God, we know that in a situation like this, all of a sudden you could see thousands upon thousands of people starving and struggling for clean water and, and not having access to medicine, but God, we ask that those things wouldn't happen. God, that the country would, that the, the citizens of the country would have access to the, their basic needs, Father God. We ask, God, that you would do a deep work in this country. God, that you would work even on the hearts of, of persecutors, God, to draw them to yourself. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you so
1: much for joining us today uh, as we discuss a difficult topic. And we are thankful to know that believers all across Canada are standing with our persecuted family in prayer. So as always, you can find out more about Open Doors and the work that we do at opendoorsca.org. And be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast so that we can reach even more people. We will see you again next week. And until then, God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode of World Watch Weekly from Open Doors Canada. For more information on how to pray for our persecuted family, please visit our website, www.opendoorsca.org. Click Get Involved and then click Prayer.